Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. Cone is like the church. That is absolutely, absolutely perfect. You get the cone and then you, you fill it with spirit, which is your ice cream. And then yeah. spirituality is all the fun stuff you put on top because you love it. And it tastes good to you and it makes you happy. Your spiritual practice should bring you joy. It should make you feel alive. And I think that's the most important thing about an authentic practice is that it gives us life. Then we know it's the right path. Hello, friends. Hey, real quick, before we get into this amazing episode with Stephanie, you will truly be blown away by all the things unseen in this world. Stephanie has been going through her own healing journey since we recorded this episode a few months prior to its airing date. So if you're curious and interested in working with her, that availability is likely still there. Just know if her and her team are a little bit slow to respond, or you might not be able to get in touch with her right away, that she is going through her own healing journey. She's making great strides, great progress, but we just want to grant her that grace before we dive into this episode together. Now, without further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. Today, I get to introduce my very special and gifted friend, Stephanie, to you. Stephanie Barton, she's actually a nurse, and she's also a clairvoyant medium and spiritual teacher. She's devoted herself to serving spirit with grace and love, Through her books, her classes, her workshops, her oracle decks, she provides hope in an often darkened world. Stephanie offers personal consultations and healing sessions and tuning fully to spirit. She acts as a conduit for loved ones on the other side, from people to pets to plants. She compassionately shares their wisdom with her clients. Stephanie's been featured nationwide on radio and television, and she proudly provides authentic and practical spiritual connections. And I can speak from experience her connections with the other side and the way she serves us as her clients is truly amazing. And outside of work, Stephanie loves to nurture her three amazing children, houses in the bird sanctuary and volunteers in the community. Stephanie says, I would be honored to work with you. Life can be messy, but with spirit, we can learn to claim and shine our light. Welcome to the show this week, Stephanie. Thanks. It's great to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I know many of our listeners will connect with you on this podcast, We Bridge Science and Spirit. And like with your nursing background and now serving others as a channel, you just, you have that perfect embodiment of both. And I'm so grateful you're able to spend some time with us today. Oh, thank you. It is so good to be here. And we can have the best of both worlds. We can be in the world and we can be serving spirit and life can be a true, genuine gift. I love that. And I agree. So on the show today, we're going to be chatting about spiritual gifts, 
what are they and how to access them. On this podcast, historically, we're really in the weeds and the science and healing the body. And Stephanie, I brought you on to share in this series with us about our energy body and our gifts and like, what is it like to be a spirit living in a human body? And we know you got gifts, girl. At least I do. I've had one of the most profound client testimonies and readings with you several years ago. And I knew when I wanted to speak with really clear channels, I was like, I have to ask Stephanie. And you said yes. So I remember I came into your office and we did a reading and it, it served to me. I mean, I still, it's so funny in that reading. I remember the energies and the beings present. I remember exactly everything you said. You even sent a recording, which was so great, but it was so clear and stuck with me and has really guided so much of my life, even years later. And because it really resonated with me, what you were saying. So what is it like to, what do you remember about our reading and, and how is that the same for all of your clients? Like when a client comes to you, what is it like being this bridge and conduit for spirit? And how do you just dive in serving them? I think the the best way I can describe my experience when I'm in the moment is that it's really timeless. I have to step outside of the bounds of what's ordinary reality to us and and be in this eternal moment where whatever message that is coming through now will be just as relevant in five years and could equally be applied to five years in the past. And that's what I love about spirit is that spirit doesn't have to conform to what's happening in this moment. Spirit is appropriate for every single moment of every decision we make in our lives. And that's where we can bridge that gap because unless we're spiritually well, I don't believe we can ever be physically well. And we need a good foundation of physical wellness in order to build our faith and to be open to spirit. So I think what I do is a perfect meeting place, a perfect marriage of heaven and earth, because we do need the best of both worlds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. What you said like the physical body is such a part of our, of our spiritual gifts. And I know yes. for myself, my own gifts coming online, my body went through hell or you could call it an initiation. Did yes. you like, what brought you here to your gifts? Did you have them as a child? Did you go through something? Like how did you end up here um, knowing and working with your gifts? I believe I like everybody on the planet was born with the gifts that I have. And to me, they were natural because it was just who I was as I was growing up. And the more I talked about it, you know, when I was in kindergarten and first grade, seeing people or traveling out of my body, things like that. It, with a lot of grown up folks, it just doesn't really resonate. <laughs> and it was then immediately judged as being evil because it was misunderstood. Yeah. I was taken to the principal at school. I was taken to the preacher at church oh. and basically just told that the devil had a hold of me. I was a liar. I was making things up. And so I just squished everything down mm -hmm. as hard as I could, as much as I could. And then I diverted my energy into being good, making straight A's, working super hard, being the good kid so that no one would ever remember I had those moments when, you know, I thought I wasn't so good because my gifts were starting to come out. So it wasn't until later, after my mom passed away, 
and I took a little bit of a break from traditional religion that I was able to explore my gifts again and be willing to share them. But it's part of the process that we as healers go through. It was a difficult initiation, young and as I became an adult. So these gifts are never easy to claim, but they're worth mining and refining because when we can share our gifts, the whole world is blessed by what we can do. That is so beautiful. I could just see you as a little girl, Stephanie, being like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was just astral traveling, I swear. Like, and they were, the adults had no idea how to how to to understand what you were experiencing. And now you get to share that, especially with parents who are listening and are like, yeah. Oh, should I be afraid if my child like is seen other people or going to other places? What would you mm-hmm. say to parents? Or oh, remembering past lives. You know, kids very frequently have random, spontaneous past life memories. And I would encourage parents to listen to that and to not judge it. You don't need to indulge in it, but be accepting and recognize that it's real for the child. And then if you need a little more guidance, reach out because to judge those things as being scary or negative or evil can really harm a child's spirit and limit their future growth as far as their own spirituality is concerned. Yeah. And I'm amazed at your testimony because I've experienced your gifts and they don't seem squashed at all. So you, you were, you know, how to stuff that down and then you became a really good student. Is that what led you to being a nurse? It is. It is. And were you like, did you feel like you were constantly fighting against your gifts or because you suppressed them, they just kind of went away? What was that like? Yes, because I didn't learn anything about being an empath or Mm -hmm. being sensitive or even what intuition was. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what was happening to me. I knew that I would get really sad when I'd be around certain patients in the hospital and I wouldn't understand why. Or I knew that I would kind of have an idea of things that were going to happen when other people didn't. But again, I had so effectively disconnected myself from anything that wasn't scientific, touch it, prove it, feel it, measure it, that I really had no language for this other vibrant part of me. So it was a real, it was a real homecoming when I was able to claim who I was and give that a voice, but also start to understand me. (laughs) Yeah, you said it well, like the science, the touchable, the provable is like safe. And as a little girl, I'm hearing you say, I wasn't safe. So I wanted to be safe. So I had to change who I was to be safe. What was that homecoming like? So were you like at the bedside one day as a nurse and you had this big opening or mom passed and crossed over and she started coming to you? What happened that you were like, oh, here they come. And then how did you go from there to here being a well-renowned intuitive? Well, it was messy. It was ugly. It involved a deal of tears. <laughs> I will never falsely uh, present my experiences. I was depressed. I was in the darkness of grief. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know what to do with myself. And uh, one day, out of sheer desperation, not out of any kind of belief, and really not out of hope, 
but just sheer desperation, I told my mom, I said, if you exist, if you ever even cared about me, if you have any way of knowing what's going on in my life right now, I need you to show me something, undeniable evidence that can help me know that you still are around and that you weren't plucked up by God and taken a billion miles away into heaven and I can't ever see or experience your love anymore. Mm. So I just kind of had to put it out there in a very clear, messy, kind of demanding way. And how did she respond on the other side? Well, so this is what got me. And she did it so beautifully and so graciously because that's how she was. Mm-hmm. As I'm having my meltdown, she was starting to rise up. So her favorite animal when she was alive in the physical realm was penguins. Aww. And I don't know why. She just loved penguins. And she had this big penguin that stayed by her through her cancer treatments. And uh, even up until she passed away. So the morning that I had this meltdown and demanded that she give me a sign, I had gone to the store. And as I was walking out, there was this huge dry ice container, a cooler that was right there at the checkout stand. And it had this enormous penguin on it that said, chill ice. And I thought, (laughs) why is there dry ice in the grocery store with a ginormous penguin on it? And it got my eye. And not only that, but I felt something. I felt life. And I hadn't felt that since she died. So then that launched a whole new willingness, a little bit of willingness to be open. And from there, I learned what a medium was, what intuition is auras, the whole shebang. It just all opened up after that little penguin sign. Stephanie, I have to give you this. So on my podcast recording studio technology, I have this little button I can click when you start to say something that I might want to make into a clip. Mm -hmm. And I clicked it and it was 1111. And I was like, okay. You were talking about your mom. I was like, all right, go on. There it is. So cool. So you saw the penguin and you're like, maybe I'll be open. What started to unravel and happen after that? I mean, it's, I have this unique lens and I'll share with our listeners. Stephanie is, I've met, I've met with a lot of mediums, intuitives. They're part of my inner circle. They're part of people I go see as, you know, clinicians and professionals and healers. And she is profoundly gifted. So for me to hear her be like, "Ah, I saw a penguin and thought maybe I would be open. Like, and now she, I mean, she is, really able to connect and bring in messages like what happened after that? And I'm like, were you doing like spiritual steroids to get to where you are now? It's so impressive. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. I don't know if the steroids (laughs) are legal or not. (laughs) They're so funny. (laughs) Uh, Well, it just, it's been a daily practice. I just meditate each day. I put my full trust in spirit. It's a daily choice. Even when it's hard, I still have to choose spirit. Even when it's challenging, I'm still going to choose love. So it's really focusing my mind and my heart and my intention and placing that in my willingness to trust spirit, knowing that and believing that spirit is all good and only good. And by honoring the gifts that I have, I can inspire and authentically 
encourage others to honor theirs too. That's beautiful. When I was coming from a religious background that had its had its strengths and ultimately decided it wasn't the path that I was led to take. I have many clients and friends who have a beautiful connection in their religious faith coming from a place where that didn't serve you. Do you ever work with clients who are, are religious and how do you navigate sometimes speaking a different language and do you do readings for them? What is that like? Oh my gosh, yes. Cause I go to church now and I love, <laughs> I read my Bible every day. I have a devotional that I do each love morning. That. So I've been able to come back to that Mm. because I understand how valuable that is to have ritual and sacred experiences and to read from the the text and to be inspired by those aspects of life. And also to realize there can be some woo-woo in with the word as well. So it's been a beautiful homecoming in that regard, too. Uh, but just each day reminding myself that you know I'm not here to preach. Mm-hmm. I'm not here as a religious practitioner. I am mm-hmm. a student of unity and and mm-hmm. I was raised and value my Baptist upbringing. But ultimately, I'm here to be an inspiration for spiritual wellness, which feeds into our physical wellness, which fuels mm-hmm. emotional wellness. So I just want everyone to feel the best they can in every aspect of life, be it religious practice or physical engagements or spiritual beliefs. I I can find a place and a way to support them all. That is so beautiful. I'm curious. I have lots of thoughts going on. You can probably feel them and, and and being guided to where I'm already going coming back to the word and coming back to, I see religion in a really beautiful way. It gives us structure and it gives us something, a container to experience ourselves and our souls. in. and then to me, spirituality is like this loose and fluid and undefined art. It's a little bit of art and science. If we were to look at that dichotomy, I'm curious, what does religion and church offer you and what does spirituality offer you? And how do the two, like, if we were to make a little Venn diagram, their pros and their cons, how do they support one another and give you life in your faith walk? Well, I think it's a beautiful combination because, as you mentioned, church, going to church and being in community really yeah. does provide a structure. It gives me something to look forward to, um, just a, a really wonderful way of connecting with people on a common ground. And when you know that there is a common language in a group of people, that creates a sense of belonging, which is really vital for our physical well-being. So Mm -hmm. I find that there's a lot of those grounded energies that Mm -hmm. I do tap into in a really restorative way when I can go to church. And then I consider spirituality, you know, my own personal exploration of how God communicates with me. Mm-hmm. So spirituality would be sort of my own toppings that I want to put on <laughs> my ice cream. You know, if we all at the church are scooping out vanilla, that's yeah. our religion. And then the sprinkles that I put on top are my spirituality. I love that. 
That is so good. This and then Rainbow the cone duality. <laughs> and I love ice cream. And the cone is like the church. That is absolutely I've that before. That absolutely. You get the cone and then you, you fill it with spirit, which is your ice cream. And then yeah. spirituality is all the fun stuff you put on top because you love it and it tastes good to you and it makes you happy. Your spiritual practice should bring you joy. It should make you feel alive. And I think that's the most important thing about an authentic practice is that it gives us life. Then we yeah. know it's the right path. That is wonderful. Hey friends, are you feeling the call to learn more about using energy medicine to heal yourself and maybe even others? I have an opportunity for you to become energy healing trademark certified in February of 2024. So this energy healing trademark certification is the second through the fourth of February. And this was last offered over 18 months ago. So there's an online preparation course plus three days of live training. That's either online and on zoom, or you can come join in Kansas city in studio. So this training is for healers, healies, and plain old humans who are looking to go deeper into energy healing for their own healing first and foremost, the healing of their children, their partner, their families, the healing of their clients. This all-inclusive training will equip you to understand the fundamentals of energy healing and my custom divine methodology gifted to me by the spirit that really grew my business. After this training, you will be ready to understand how available energy really is for you to heal your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual ailments. And after this training, you will be ready to run your own healing business or even just a bedtime routine with your kiddos from this container together. This is for you. If you're ready to shift your entire way of healing and feeling on this earth, this training will sell out. Payment plans are available. And what you'll learn in this training bit by bit is how to access and utilize intuition, how to access and utilize spirit guides, how to access and utilize the Holy Spirit in your body, how to access and understand your spiritual gifts. What is energy medicine? The history of energy healers on earth. What is required of a healer? How to read the energy energy body, chakras, meridians, how to perform energy healing on yourself first and foremost, and then energy healing on another person. This training includes five various methods, including Jen's signature healing method, which was gifted to me by the spirit without ever being trained. And it truly, truly works. We go over energy healing for kids, the business of energy healing. It includes an energy healing workbook and to obtain certification, you must go through the online portion and the live training to have this registered trademark certification. So this is it this year, my friends, we have this year to shift, to heal, to grow, to evolve into the person our soul sent us here to be on this earth. So do something to honor the divine blueprint for your life right away in the new year, whether it's this energy healing certification or not, I need you to step forward. As they say, a rising tide lifts all boats in the harbor. I am here in this energetic ocean with you, so let's evolve. You can find the training info and details in the link in the show notes. You can find the full training, and then you also can just find the online portion for when the training sells out or if you just want to dip your toes in. But just a friendly reminder, if you buy just the course, you will need to complete the in-person certification or on Zoom to have the Energy Healing Certified Trademark.
I, this is a little bit of my own prying and, and choosing because I'm fascinated with the body and the connection to the spirit. And I've witnessed a session with you and you said it well, you're like, I was in playing in these alternative realities as a child. And I felt a little bit of that when we started the session together, it was kind of like a veil lifted. And I was like, Stephanie's here, but she's not here. I'm curious what happens in your body, like down to the tactile senses or experiences when you meditate, when you give a reading, when you feel your mom, can you go into detail and paint us like a children's book about it? Oh my gosh, it's trippy. <laughs> I mean, I'll be straight up honest. It's really drippy. (laughs) I'm still in my body. I mean, I'm still very much myself with my sense of humor and the way I communicate and all that. But it's it's this beyond my own physical physical being way of experiencing life. So when I am in that space of a session, I can taste what the spirits would taste when they were physically here. I can hear what they would listen to in this realm, but I can also hear what it sounds like in the celestial realms. I can see in like split vision what they looked like when they passed, but then I'm also seeing what they experience as being heaven or their uh, their paradise. So it's a very expansive sensory awareness that happens physically and within me that's quite unique and like anything else I've ever experienced before. And when your gift started to come online, so mom gave you the penguin. I mean, did you receive training? How did you start? What was your journey like from that place? Maybe you were still working as a nurse to now where you're a full-time conduit for spirit now. Yes, I kept my nursing job for a while. And then I just started reading real basic, generic, like angel books, you know, just to kind of dip my toe into the water. Um, I found a new age bookstore and, you know, went to the brightly lit sections, not the sections (laughs) in the back that looked a little, a little too woo woo for me at that point. Yeah. Um, And just started learning, learning, learning. And pretty soon discovered, I I understand this. You know, it clicked. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem weird for some reason. And then I just continued to accept and grow and learn. And I got to train with Dolores Cannon, who does um, regression therapy. And learned with her on several occasions and got to know her quite well before she transitioned. Yeah. I studied with. Evan Alexander, got to meet several different experts in the past life field. Uh, Just, it's been an amazing journey with some of the people that I've been able to meet, that I've been on stage with and speak with. Really been an incredible journey. That is incredible, Stephanie. I didn't know all of those details. And so what was the point where you're like, I guess this is what I'm going to do full time. And you left nursing and you entered this way of helping people heal? Well, it's not a glamorous story, but I'll tell you, it was a very practical. Yeah. And you'll appreciate this because it's a numbers, science, kind of hard facts, reality. I invested $1,100 in a mediumship training. And I said, I will only do this. I will only invest this money if when I get home, I will charge for some readings. 
so I can make that money back. Yeah. It was that practical. That's what got me into doing into doing the professional readings. Mm-hmm. So I did the first reading. It was amazing. Yeah. And then I realized, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do this just to make back $1,100 to cover costs. I'm going to do this because this is what I love. This is mm-hmm. real. And it was at that point that I left my nursing job. Beautiful. Have you ever, I'm, I'm asking this for the healers and intuitives who might be listening or the nurses who are like, oh my God, I think I'm like totally like Stephanie mm-hmm. and Jen, I'm going to go down this path. Um, have you ever given a reading where it was more challenging and you're like, okay, and how did you navigate that and handle it when the information and the spirit might not have flowed through the same way as that first reading that you gave or mm-hmm. the 1100th reading that was just fantastic? There are some sessions and usually it's because not the spirits, but it's on the part of the person who is in the session. Yeah. Um, either they want to make it difficult. Sometimes people want to make my job as hard as possible, you know, because either they don't believe or, mm-hmm. you know, they're just being a little bit cantankerous, which sometimes happens. You know, we all have those things. But, uh, you know, other than that, most sessions really do flow quite beautifully. And the more I trust, the more I realize it's all right. I don't let I don't let anyone else distract me from what I love and from what I know I'm here to do. Yeah. Do you ever have that pause moment with those who might have a little bit more less of a permeable energy and spirit to get into? Do you ever say, let's take a deep breath or I want you to feel into your body? What What's a cue that you give people to be like, then now I can get into their field and start working with those spirits around them? I usually I'll just ask, what's your intention? If I'm meeting a lot of resistance, yeah. I'll just share that. You know, I feel like you're a little scared or are you very nervous? Uh, yeah. What can I do to support you? Do you want to just talk for a few minutes? Um just being a decent person mm-hmm. usually can open that door when it comes to any kind of anxieties or resistance or obstacles that an individual that I'm reading for might be experiencing is when I can just step outside of the medium mm-hmm. role and just be a person who's sitting there, a fellow traveler on the path. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. And how can I support you? And if it's not through mediumship, then could we just talk or could I offer you some healing prayers or mm. what is it that I could do to serve you? And sometimes that's all it takes to get the energy to flow again. Yeah, I'm sure that's beautiful. Mm. I'm getting a little something that I want to ask you. I'm getting two things to kind of wrap us up. One is I feel like there's a story where maybe it was, um, I'm seeing like a younger woman and then like a black top hat like a Charlie Chaplin kind of hat. I don't know, but it just feels to me like there's a reading that you remember that you gave where something just completely changed this person's world. Like either they came along to their gifts or what the other side, like something really switched. Do you have a story that comes to mind you could share? Well, in very, very early in, um, in my practice, I did have a a session with a lady who'd been really, really deeply invested in um, genealogy. Uh And this is, of course, when this is still fairly new to me. 
So I'm kind of dubious about seeing celebrities or, you know, anyone famous as far as a spirit goes in a reading. And I kept seeing Abe Lincoln, Daniel Boone, you know, these kinds of of historical figures. And I thought, okay, now I've lost it. I'm really off track here. I don't know. Maybe it was I had too much lunch or too much coffee. So I sat with it. I'm a C. Daniel Boone and Abe Lincoln kind of more on the wings. And I said, the hat. Yeah, that was the hat. You know, the stoic okay. hat. So I just kind of let these guys hang out. You know, Daniel Boone had the two, the coonskin cap. And Abe Lincoln's wearing his stomach. This is too stereotype. You guys can't be real. So finally, I said, all right, do you have a connection with Daniel Boone? And have you been reading about Abe Lincoln? And her jaw dropped. I mean, it was that moment. It was that moment. And she said, oh, my gosh. She was related to Daniel Boone and had found that in the records. But she couldn't believe it either because she thought, you know, how could I be related to someone famous or, you know, this whole thing. And sure enough, yeah, he let her know that he was one of her ancestors and he was happy to be there. And then Abe Lincoln acknowledged her work, too, and validated how significant the genealogy was to erect the past and honor our roots. Yeah. And it inspired her. She wrote a book after that. And just really, really cool. So shameless plug listeners this is how our reading with stephanie can change your life (laughs) so i'm also getting and then i want to make sure we let everyone know how to find you get in touch with you um that you you said something really important at the beginning of the podcast you said a reading makes sense five years in the past right now and five years in the future i have i don't i'm sure you've done gallery readings i am just getting the impression that there's a group reading that will be timeless that you could share with us. Just anything that comes up that in this podcast, whoever's listening to it the day it comes out and 10 years when it's been living on the internet, it will serve them. Would you be available for that? To share an experience from a, from a gallery reading? Or, or no, like well, definitely that. And then to give a reading to just channel all the souls that will be listening to this podcast and giving oh. them a message. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had actually in Springfield, Missouri, at the Unity Church back in early August, um, a gallery reading where there were over 200 people there. And there was a a lady, a spirit who was coming through, and her name was something like Ruby. And I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, that's a unique name. There will probably not be anyone who knows a Ruby. So I said, well, Ruby's here. And there were like 10 people in the audience who raised their hand who knew a Ruby. So it was a really cool way that with one name, I was able to bring 10 people into the conversation. So that was really a neat thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gallery readings are profound. I've been one or two of them and I'm just like, whoa. Yes. It is incredible how spirit works for a gallery. They just put on like a show. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're here to experience spirit. The spirits, the big spirit, the little, they're all just like, let's go. And they they put on a show. It's true. I know. It's almost unbelievable to me after doing it this many years. Like, how does this work? (laughs) They're... It's incredible. Thank you for doing what you do. It's awesome. Well, I would say 
um, for anyone, because there's, there's lots of little souls, like younger kids, parents who've lost children who are mm-hmm. coming through really, really strongly right now. Um, like a Jakey and there's a Jack. Um, and so I would just like to encourage parents that children who've passed get to grow up on the other side and mm-hmm. they get to stay close to us and they love us. And when you're singing in the car and when you're pulling out their old t-shirts and when you're just sharing those times with them, when you speak to them, they hear you and they feel you and they want you to feel their love too. So mm-hmm. I just want those who've lost their kiddos to know that uh, they're all right. They're all right. Thank you for that gift. My body was lit up with the Holy Spirit shivers all over as you were talking about there that they felt like an icy, crisp energy. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Lots of young souls around. Lots of young souls. Thank you so much for that. I'm just I can feel the hearts opening and and feel free if this is resonating with you and you know you're going to feel called to talk to Stephanie, feel free to reach out to her. How can we, we'll put all of this in the show notes. Mm-hmm. How can a listener find you, connect with you and receive your healing? Uh, my website is easy to access. I'm on Facebook. Uh, but I would say usually just going directly to the website is the easiest way to get a hold and of What is your website for those it's listening? Angels Insight. All one word, angelsinsight.com. Beautiful. We'll mm-hmm. link it in the show notes. Are there any final words or encouragements you want to leave with our listeners that are really curious about this path that you've been on for the last few decades, Stephanie? I would just love to sit and help anyone who's interested because we all have gifts. We all have angels. There is so much light in this world. And I want to be a channel and a reminder and a presence for that. So genuinely, if there's any way I can serve any one of the listeners, please call on me because I will show up fully and be loved completely in the moment because that's who I am and that's what I'm here to do. That's beautiful. I want to leave a little bit just to encourage our listeners. I feel a lot of hearts opening from this conversation. If you can be strong, be courageous, keep that heart open, seek support from Stephanie, look in the show notes for resources, keep that heart open. You're being led on a path that it's going to serve you and really enhance your life. So thank you so much for being here today, Stephanie. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate it so much. Have an awesome day. You too. Hey, I know this podcast is probably stimulating the possibility that your body can heal too. If you have autoimmune disease or chronic symptoms of autoimmune conditions, your body 1000% can live symptom-free, I promise. So don't skip ahead on listening to this one. Over the years in my clinical practice, I have developed a tried and tested symptomless program that 100% works to heal symptoms of autoimmune disease based upon my three pillars of autoimmune research as a doctor of nursing practice. And now this proven integrative medicine program is in the process of being a full-fledged published research paper. But before I can release this to the masses, I need your help for this final nonprofit round, meaning you'll never see the program at this discounted rate again. For example, my 12 week program is 5,500. And right now you can access all of the same benefits for just 1,800. 
I am calling 20 women to join me for 12 weeks. I will teach you everything you need to know and you will heal your body. We start January 23rd, 2024. So if you're listening to this in the future now, you can join the program waitlist. Just know the price will never be what it once was if you're past that January 23rd, 2024 date, because the research will be ready to be read on PubMed in the very near future from now. I just need 20 more women with symptoms of autoimmune or diagnosed autoimmune conditions to join me in changing the medical model for women with autoimmune disease. How many times have you been told you're fine when you're not fine? It's time things change. The results are incredible from my symptomless program. And you can also read the Google reviews linked in the show notes. So you don't just take my word for it. This is the very program that's healed all eight of my different autoimmune conditions from my body and continues to heal thousands of women around the world today. So if you're ready to heal your body and elevate your entire life, pause this now, go to the show notes and sign up to receive more information or go right to the sign up page to join me. You will anonymously be a part of groundbreaking research. And in return, you will get to join this program for a steal of a deal rate more than 70% off. This program will work. I promise. I can't wait to see you there. How was that episode with Stephanie Barton? She is a beautiful, beautiful soul here to serve. And I learned from her every time I'm around her, something in me just expands. My own gifts as an intuitive come in even stronger. And I really believe in her and what she's doing. I think anyone listening might have had an experience with this kind of healing that maybe it wasn't a good experience. Maybe the person wasn't going to fit for you. And I have a lot of trust and faith in Stephanie to carry out her work and to be able to serve you. So if she's resonating with you, check out her information in the show notes, check out our energy healing certification coming up, or you can buy the online course. If you missed the time frame. your gifts are coming online. This message is resonating. Your heart is opening because this path may be for you. So lean in, tune into yourself, follow your guidance, and we'll see you here next week on the podcast. And if this message is serving you, inspiring you, you're coming back week after week, loving the show. If you could subscribe and leave a five-star review, if that feels in alignment, we would so appreciate it so that this message of healing can reach millions around the world. Until next week, we'll see you soon.